You are now listening to the Shoe Money Show. <laughs> because my name's Shoe Money. Shoe Money. My name's Shoe Money. Take a walk in my shoes. I'm rich. My name's Shoe Money. Shoe Money. My name's Shoe Money. Take a walk in my shoes. Nobody ever thought that I would do the things I do. But now I'm rich. I'll show you how to get rich too. You want to get the things that I got and do what I do. Because my name's Shoe Money. Take a walk in my shoes. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Today is April 14th, Tuesday, as always. I'm Jeremy Shoemaker, also known as Shoe Money, and you're listening to the Shoe Money Show on Webmaster Radio. You can also check us out on Stitcher, iTunes, Burberry, and every other place podcasts are available. Today, I'm happy to have Mr. Jonathan Kronstadt, the one and only. Thanks for coming on the show, Jonathan. Oh, glad to be here, Shoe Money. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. So, um, I knew Jonathan back... Uh, first introduced to him with Ryan Dice. And uh, one of the things I loved about him is I was basically hitting him up to promote my product at that time. And, you know, and we were, and usually when you talk to someone about that, they want to know, you know, how much they get paid, all this stuff. And Jonathan was really like, you know, to us, it's really about the relationship more than it is making money. And I thought that was, that was the first time I ever ran into that. And I was like, wow. So he more wanted to know about me and what I was doing and stuff like that, then actually like how much money they would make, you know, helping me promote this. So for you, Jonathan, I just want to say that was like super cool. Well, I appreciate it, man. You know, I, I think um, I'd love to tell you that it was like my idea or anything, but I, I'm sure you can relate to it as well as many of your listeners. You know, you just eventually get tired of getting hit up all the time with, you know, just the same bullshit, really. Just, you know, transactional focused guys that you've never heard of before. They're like, oh man, you know, great hanging out with you. Mail my shit. And it's like, wow. All right. Uh, no, you know, it's, uh, it, it, at the end of the day, every, every business gets reduced down to relationships at some point. So I find that by starting from that perspective, it, it certainly helps things go a little bit better. Yeah. And for our listeners, um, I should have probably done this at the beginning, but do you want to tell us just a brief, like, two minute of like how you got in industry, you know, where you went and where you're at now? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, you know, I really got into this industry as sort of a, I, I think like most people do. I mean, you know, I don't know many people that wake up in the morning and just one day decide they're going to be a marketer. Um, I was in the mortgage business, the vice president of a very large mortgage bank here in Southern California and, you know, was enjoying all of what was going on in that marketplace and then went through its adjustment. And during the time I was in the mortgage business, I got all of these, I guess I would call them direct response advertisements from you know people that were marketing systems to the mortgage business. And so when the mortgage business adjusted, I said, gosh, this, uh, this could be something cool. And so started going to a lot of the events and ended up getting to know uh, people like Joe Polish, Matt Basak, started learning the business and then actually was hired to become one of the vice presidents of uh, consulting services for Chet Holmes. And then his company was acquired by Tony Robbins. Um, from there, moved through sort of the, I guess I would call it the online digital information marketing side of things. And after that, culminated with a, a career with Ryan Dice, Roland Frazier, and Perry Belcher over at Digital Marketer as their president, which was Really an amazing, amazing experience. Um, if you're not checking out any of their material right now, I do believe that their Digital Marketer Labs is one of the best gatherings of, of execution plans and simple-to-follow roadmaps for the vast majority of online marketing. 
and from there actually moved into the multi-level marketing space. And I'm now the CEO of Empower Network, which all of you listening have probably at some point seen us. We, uh, we make a whole lot of noise online and you know have a great time, amazing community of affiliates that spans the globe. And we just celebrated. We're coming up into our fourth year now in business and just having a blast. Yeah, and, and it's that's a that's a really interesting interesting run there of uh it's it's amazing in this industry how fast you can go from literally not knowing anything about it to a few years later. I mean, for me, I went from like, you know, my story is, is pretty well documented, but you know, unemployment, four hundred and twenty pounds, smoking two pack cigarettes a day, basically on my deathbed with a CPAP and on oxygen, bad diabetes to you know, literally two and a half years later, you know, making a month what I had made my entire life before combined, you know, I was I was profiting a month. So in this industry, it's really insane how you can go from that to like just, you know, just regular Joe Schmo. And I run across those people all the time. It's nuts. Yeah, it is. It is an odd industry in the sense that, um, you know, there are countless individuals that have built up unbelievable success stories. And oftentimes you rarely ever meet them. Like I, I've, I've found that the majority of the success stories I know, they're, they're always, they always prefer to be broken anonymous. They, or sorry, rich and anonymous than, than broke and famous. You know, they're, they're guys that it's like you just sit down with them. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, I have this uh, site that does quilting advice and supplies. And, you know, I've been making 40 plus grand a month with my eyes closed for the last six years. And it's like, oh, my gosh, you know, that's incredible. What other industry on the planet can you do that? And, right. you know, the, the world of online marketing uh, has a multitude of opportunities for, for people that are able to recognize it. And I mean, I, I actually loved reading your book and getting to know more about your story because, you know, I only knew of you, you know, of course the AdSense picture seen around the world and then, um, you know, just some of the things that you'd worked on recently, but, you know, reading your book, it was cool to see kind of how all of the dots connected to, to give you your unique experience and being able to identify opportunities and, and take advantage of them online. Yeah, it's it's funny how widespread that AdSense check is because, and 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 also like you know, and it's like you said, you know, it's it, there's for every story you hear about, there's so many. I mean, there's there's probably thousands or more that you, well, I'm sure there's a bunch more, but I mean, in me in particular, um, you know, there's been like I went to an event in 2006 or so with the Iconash cheeseburger guys and um I don't know if you know them but they have the stupid freaking LOL cat Yeah, they're site. the fail blog guys and Yeah, yeah, great guys. They're um they're Elite Retreat alumni and stuff like that. And so when I'm, I they came to Elite Retreat, they told me what they did and they were like, you know, we started that site because we saw your AdSense check and we wanted to start a blog. So, you know, you talked about write about what you think is fun. So, we were like, you know, let's write about what if cats could talk what would they sound like? And so that's how it started. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, really? But then I ran into a guy who was into UFC fighting. You started a site called ufcjunkie.wordpress.com, totally free platform, which evolved into ufcjunkie.com until UFC came after him for that. And then was mmajunkie.com, which was acquired by USA Today for 15 million bucks. Like that guy, like he reached out to me on Digital Point and was like, hey, you know, I see what you're doing on Shumani.com. Like, I'm, I think I should do this. What do you think? And I said, just write about what you like and don't expect ever to make a dollar from it. 
And I'm like, I wrote shoemoney.com when nobody read it. I enjoyed writing it. Nobody read it. And it made no money. And someday, when nobody reads it, I'll still be there writing. I'll probably actually write more at that point. Um, you know, it's it's kind of nuts how how this industry works. And I could go on and on and on. I mean, I, I met Pre- or I talked to Prez Hilton, Gary Vanderchuk, uh, Mike Arrington when he was starting. Like, all of these guys were just regular, regular guys that, I mean, and these are just bloggers. You know, I mean, I, we've got one client that, teaches people how to throw a faster fastball and he's actually been on the show and it's just crazy to see these guys evolve their um well in his case to evolve a very small niche business and that's the beautiful thing about the internet is that you know you how big is the market for a guy who had before like take 10 years ago that guy would have had like a little shop Right where he or whatever where he could teach people to throw a faster fastball. Yeah, and he would have had to do like he's like he going to have, games, like passing out flyers and stuff to parents and. Yeah, absolutely. It would have been very, very difficult. Um, so yeah, so it's it's just amazing. The I've got like a guy who cleans my fish tank who is like you know he sells fish and he's you know not doing well, and he's asking me you know like how do I go and he's a he's you know probably in his sixties, and and I'm just like you know. It's time to hang him up. You know, he doesn't even have a computer. He's got a flip phone. And I'm like, yeah, because he wants me to make him a website and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, not really, not really going to happen. Dude, but, let, me um, ask, let me ask you a question because, you know, I, I'm, I'm new to this whole radio show thing with you. And I don't know if anybody else does this to you on air, but, you know, I'm going to be the guy that does. Do it. Do you ever have those moments, Shoe, where, like, you say something and it takes you back to a season of your life where you're like, I can't believe that I'm hearing myself say that because – you just said you've got a guy that cleans your fish tank. Like those are those <laughs> moments where you just like something rolls off your tongue that to you is just so mundane and part of your normal life that I'm sure there's somebody out there listening right now. That's like, he's got a guy for that. Like, oh my God. If people knew <laughs> I outsource every, this is when my wife met me. I, and this was before, like I really made a lot of money is that, I told her, listen, I don't do what I don't want to do. Like, well, I mean, I didn't quite say it like that. But I'm like, there's people who like to wash. I'm like, listen, my time is worth this much money, right? And I choose what I want to do with my free time. So my first, you know, whatever. But but yeah, like I don't like to clean my fish tank, nor am I good at it, okay? So I pay a guy to do that. It's like 100 bucks every other week, right? I, I don't. I haven't mowed my lawn in 15 years. You know, I pay somebody to do that. I don't even take out my own fucking trash. Which is, cra- which is crazy, dude, because, like, in the Midwest, you know, like, people do that stuff. Like, you know, in California, it wouldn't be it'd be totally normal for you to not do anything. But, you know, in the Midwest, people do stuff. Right. I have a daytime nanny, right? I have a nighttime nanny who does the dishes, does the laundry, does all this shit. My wife has now embraced that policy but it took her a very 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 long time i don't wash my car i don't you know like i'm saying like i know normal people do but i'm saying like this has always been my attitude is that my time is worth x and this is what i like to do in my free time and i don't like i can pay people who that's what they like to do in their free time and i value my time it's just an roi i've been working on an roi my whole life that's it. It's just like, okay, my time's worth this much when I work. So do I want to work on cleaning my fish tank or can I work on my website 
right? What actually makes me money? What's a higher dollar value, right? Just a math, just a simple math thing, arbitrage or whatever you want to call it. Well, no doubt about it. If you know what your time is worth and your time's worth more, I mean, hey, I guess right. everyone should have a fish tank guy, assuming they have a fish tank. But it's if you had a fish rel- tank guy with no fish tank, that would just be weird. Right. But it's all relative. I mean, it's all relative because I wasn't in a position to pay, you know, like somebody to take out my trash or to mow up my yard or whatever 10 years ago, you know, or, or do all the shit that I outsource now. But like during the day, you know, like mow the grass, do this, do this. Cause I work out of my basement now. Like I don't have an office anymore. So like I'm home, like my kids, you know, like need to go to karate practice or whatever. Like, you know, I have my nanny take them, you know, pick them up from school. I drop them off every morning and I get to spend time with them. But night I want to spend time with my children. Right. I don't want to do dishes and laundry and all this bullshit. So I outsourced all that. Right. And also cooking. This is a crazy thing, too. It's so funny you brought this up because not only do I ever feel bad about it, I could give a shit about it. I hope it inspires people because I have right right now in my refrigerator, I have breakfast burritos, pork chops, all this stuff that my nighttime um, – we call her nighttime nanny, but whatever. She cooks for me, right? And my daytime one cooks me breakfast every morning, Right. All I get to do is work and enjoy the things at night, like my kids and taking them to do activities, you know, go to dinner with them and all that stuff. But it's all relative. Like, I didn't start like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. You you worked your way up to it. It's not like anyone just, you know, I mean, it, and it's kind of one of those things, too, that, you know, the majority of the stuff you outsource. And, and I mean, I it's funny we're on this outsource idea because I see people make this mistake so often. And, you know, when they come into online marketing, they're like, I'm just going to outsource all that. It's like, well, that that is a way to do it. But if you start outsourcing things that you don't understand or haven't at least gotten a grasp of how to do them, you'll never know if the job's being done right. You know, it's like the everybody I know, they're like, oh, I'm going to outsource this. I'm going to outsource that. I'm going to have somebody else do it. And it's like, if you've never done it, you're just opening yourself up and asking to get completely ripped off. Now, clearly I've, you know, not made a breakfast burrito, but I know a delicious breakfast burrito. So I feel like I could outsource that. But if you're online and you're looking to start something or scale something and you haven't at least gotten your hands dirty a little bit, man, outsourcing is going to be a tough road to travel. All right, well, let's take a quick break because I have to pee. And we'll be back in two minutes, and then we're going to talk more about that. Sounds good. Time to cash some more checks. Shoe Money will be back on webmasterradio.fm. Because my name's Shoe Money. Take a walk in my shoes. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. 
Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Here's more of the Shoe Money Show. My name's Shoe Money. On webmasterradio.fm. Hey, everybody, we're back. Sorry about that. It's so funny. Like, I get on, um, and now my attorney's calling me. That's funny. I get on calls all the time, and then I have to pee. And I never have to, like, before, but I've been on actual, like, sales client calls and stuff and been like, oh, sorry, just excuse me. I mean, it's like, it's, uh, it's one of those funny things. Anna's is always like, what the hell's wrong with you? Um, but yeah, my attorney keeps trying to call me. Hopefully I don't have some legal issues going on. Um, anyway, <laughs> so we were talking about outsourcing and you bring up an incredible thing because a massive fail point for me is when I got out of my basement and I started talking or I started like trying to run my real company and managing people and you know, doing all these other things I had no clue doing. And I would actually put people in charge of other people and it failed. Like it's whole, like me getting out of my basement and trying to do this stuff and trying to be a CEO. That's not me. I like to build cool shit. I can be in charge of developers. I can rapidly build stuff and, but running people and dealing with stuff and like having people run people and all the stuff that you just talked about is right on the head. Like some of it's stupid, right? You, you know, like you outsource a burrito. I know how to cook. I know how to mow my grass. I know how to clean a fish tank if I had to. But like as far as like the skill set that you have in being a CEO of multi-zillion dollar company that you are right now is like a skill set that, you know, you had to work up to and get experience at and you're really, really obviously good at it. Yeah, no question about it. I mean, it, it was definitely one of those things that, you know, if let's just say you rewind my career, you know, 10 years ago and back in, you know, 2005, someone was like, hey, John, you're going to be the CEO of a company. I'd be like, oh, OK, great. You know, I'll do that. And all of the things that, you know, I need to do, I'll just outsource. I would have failed miserably because I hadn't done it. I hadn't touched any of it. I hadn't gone through any of the experiences. And that's where, you know, a lot of people I see kind of the idea of the online marketing foundation that everyone talks about outsourcing is they never talk about outsourcing from the angle of scaling something. It's always outsourcing from the idea of not doing something. And, you know, that's never what outsourcing was was designed for. It wasn't designed so that you could be ignorant. It was designed so that you could grow. And and that's where I see a lot of people go wrong is they're like, oh man, you know, how did I how did I spend thirty grand in traffic and not get any return? It's like, well, have you ever run traffic before? No. I just wrote a $30,000 check because, you know, uh, I had this guy who's traffic guy and he sent the traffic that I outsourced to the squeeze page that I had outsourced to the product delivery that I had outsourced. It's like, well, how did all that work for you? Exactly. And that's a key component. And that's why like outsourcing development, I'm super pro at or outsourcing like little things that I do every day 
but you hit the nail like way back on the head. If you don't know how to do it, but you're like, like right now, for instance, this is a perfect example. Right now, I want this cool little, you know, design thing done. And so I, I love code, by the way, uh, as far as like a PSD slicer and stuff. I have a graphic designer make the PSD, and then I have, you know, and I submit there. They do excellent work. Anyway, so I contacted them, and I'm like, yeah, I want this thing to look like this and do this and do this. And they're like, well, not sure, like, what you mean. You know, then they give it back to me, and it's totally not what I meant. And, you know, like that, because I have no real experience, you know, like I'm trying to outsource them this task that I don't even understand what I want. And that's kind of like the traffic thing or anything else is like, if you don't know your metrics, if you haven't tested traffic. So what I've done when I outsource things to people that I do every day, but I want to focus on other things is, and this is a tip out there from me, from my experience on me, Jonathan has a better one. Um, But basically I record myself in my screen doing the task. I never sit one-on-one with someone and explain it and walk them through it. I make an actual video because when that person's replaced, I don't have to do that again. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's one of those things that it sounds so boring and so mundane if you've never done it. But, you know, there, there's a reason why McDonald's as a company can be run by people that normally don't speak English possibly have never been to high school, but yet they're able to serve thousands of customers in a day with a 99% level of accuracy. And it's purely because, like Jeremy said, they, they build systems to support it. And, you know, when he talks about creating a video or creating a process manual or creating anything that has real tangible value, that's really where the magic starts to happen because you don't need to duplicate all of your work over and over and over again. And it's actually something you can optimize that, you know, most people take these online marketing ideas, but they don't understand them conceptually. They only understand them in a vacuum. And the idea of optimizing, everyone's like, well, yeah, you know, my button color on my squeeze page is optimized. And, you know, my upsell funnel is up optimized. And it's like, well, if you take that same mindset to every aspect of your business, you're going to begin identifying all kinds of points of repetitive failure that if you had the same optimization process, you're going to be able to completely change your business. That if you have a, a, a manual of how to do whatever it is, let's say you have customers and you have someone that calls inactive customers every month to try and get them to reactivate. Well, if there is a process and a script that is followed, you have the ability to tweak that every step of the way and improve it and improve it and improve it. But like Jeremy said, if all you're doing is you just tell the one guy, you know, hey, do this, and then he doesn't, it's like, oh, it didn't work. Well, okay, we'll stop doing that. Well, it may have worked and it may have completely changed your company and your ability, but the guy that you asked to do it with no process wrapped around it and no knowledge because you outsourced it, now all of a sudden you're going to leave all that money on the table and you're going to think that you did the right thing. Right. And it's also not to say like, I mean, there's been times where I've outsourced certain things like you have to start somewhere, right? And then you start doing things and then you realize you're at a point of failure where you really don't know what to do next. So like, you know, I'm known as this like, you know, Jack, of, I mean, I've been referred to as a SEO and all this shit, whatever. But like, you know, even though I'm good at conversion and stuff, I run into fail points of conversion. And so like when I had a big problem, I went to conversion voodoo and I had John Carell like come in and do it. And it went from nothing to selling over a thousand products a day after like two weeks of working with him. You know, so I mean, it's not, but you have to have your core, like you have to start somewhere and then you hit a wall. There's nothing wrong with outsourcing something or bringing, or I, I actually really love Clarity, um, clarity.fm. Because whenever I want to do something, 
I will call one of the – I mean like there's so many people in there for a dollar a minute. I mean it's so cheap. And I mean there's some people in there for like a quarter a minute that, that are like ninja sequel people. And I'll be like, OK, here's what I want to do. And I, I think I'm pretty good at MySQL. But there's guys on there that are like running super high-level enterprise shit and are going to be like, OK, here's what I'm doing. Here's my – and I send them something before and I say don't worry about reviewing it. I don't want to waste your time. But and on the call, I just want you to refer to this. Here's my database schema. Like, am I doing this right? Or what thoughts do you have? And I'll call like four or five of those people. There's nothing wrong with seeking the advice from experts. I always say that I listen to everyone, but I don't follow anyone. Like, I, I want to hear from people with real experience, you know, doing the thing. I don't want to consult with people who are like, who haven't, like when I had auction ads, we were handling 1,400 hits a second that were delivering live eBay results. We had reached the limitations of fast Ethernet, you know, like all of this stuff that very few people on this planet have experienced. And when I talked about these problems, there would be 800 monkeys respond on Facebook like, oh, you just use this. You just use this. Well, they, they're working at McDonald's or whatever. You know, they have no freaking experience. So I called – I actually got a hold of one of my friends who is one that engineers at Akamai who handles like – 30, 40% of the world's internet traffic. And he's like, oh, you know, here, use this. And I used it and it worked, right? You know, but it's like, so there's nothing wrong with reaching out to experts and paying for their time. But yeah, exactly with outsourcing and stuff, you hit it on the head. So one thing, I know you've got a very hard break in like two minutes and I really appreciate you coming on the show. And um, if you, when you got to run, just say, I got to go, that's fine. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, thing, I mean, hey, glad to be on here with you, man. And um, if your listeners or anything, if uh, there's anything specific they'd like us to cover, I'm happy to pop back on, you know, whether it be about multi-level marketing or um, digital marketing or whatever you guys want to talk about. Brasco's probably messaging me, take me to, to a break. Okay, let's take another break real quick. And when we come back, we're going to get into what he's doing now. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the sound of Time to cash some more checks. Shoe Money will be back on webmasterradio.fm. Because my name's Shoe Money. Take a walk in my shoes. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. 
Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is authoritylabs.com. Here's more of the Shoe Money Show. My name's Shoe Money on webmasterradio.fm. All right, everybody, welcome back. Now, Jonathan, I wanted to talk about what you're doing now because you're in two different – one is you're in the multi-level marketing, network marketing, like all those get lumped into categories. But not only that, you're in the teaching people to make money online space or I should say perceived as those two categories. So, you know, like I get lumped into the make money online category, which is a, you know, generally in the bucket of dirty, you can't advertise here category. And, you know, you're in two of them there, but you guys obviously do it different. And you just full disclosure, Jonathan's company, um, Jonathan's not only attended my event, but he also is uh, our largest client on the PAR program. And so I've gotten to know him. I've gotten to know the inner workings of the Empower Network, which is a freaking monster. And so I like the, the way they do it is it doesn't – first of all, your guys' founder – He's a very interesting person, and I, I got to say, like, it's it's got to be – I got to think, like, a lot of people that are drinking the Kool-Aid because when you – and I mean that in a positive way. When when you, like, talk to your people and everything, like, when I've talked to them about stuff and they're like, yeah, but it doesn't follow the vision. And can you just talk about that for a little bit, maybe the space? And I know you got to run quick. Yeah, of course. You know, in, in the multi-level marketing side of things, and I mean, make money online is is very, very different. And, you know, I, I kind of cringe whenever anybody puts me in that bucket because we're really a multi-level marketing company, which multi-level marketing, although we use the Internet to meet, greet and onboard individuals, the end of the day, the entire company and every system is designed for one reason, and that's to help people build teams of entrepreneurs that are aligned with that vision and bring products to to retail, um, which is our software as a service blogging platform, and our digital education products. And so it's something for me that the the vision for us is what's most important because, and, and even going back all the way to scriptural days, you know, without a vision, people perish. And that's really one of the things that I think if online marketing was to learn anything from the multi-level marketing space, without an engaged community aligned with a singular vision, you're going to have a very difficult time having anyone do anything of significant note or impact because there is only so much motivation to be gotten from make money. There's only so much motivation to be gotten from improving my skill sets. But when you're able to rally people around a common vision and move a community forward in a direction that's mutually beneficial for everybody, that's really where the magic happens. And that's one of the main reasons why, although we do the majority of our business online, we still put every single quarter a giant event on to get people there in person, to have people interacting, networking, having you know cocktails at the bar in the evening and participating in the sessions in the morning because that vision in that community is what really drives things. And so for us, that's really why when someone's like, oh, you teach Make Money Online, it's like, not really. You know, right. it just so happens that, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Like when someone says, I'm an internet marketer, it's like, that's the stupidest phrase ever because you're, you're telling me you market the internet. No, you don't market the internet. 
the internet is a channel. It's a channel for advertising. It's a channel for media. It's a channel for all of those things. It's a, a piece of technology. I mean, you don't hear anybody say, you know, I'm a billboard marketer. You know, I mean, right, maybe you would say right. that if you were selling billboards. But that's why I, I feel like the term internet marketer is just like – it's so nebulous. Like it, it doesn't really define anything. And it's like, oh, you teach how to make money online. It's like, well, if you're going to really brand it that, how many people are in the teach how to make money online? I mean, Facebook sells ads, Google sells ads, and the only pe reason people would buy ads is to make money. So theoretically, I guess they're in the make money online business too. Um, so yeah, you're, you, you hit a nerve. I don't like either of those terms. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I, you know what I really hate when people call me guru? I just oh. something about that word drives me insane. Now I don't react because then I know everyone will do it, and it's you know good thing nobody listens to this show. Um, I'm just kidding. I know we have millions of people out there downloading it and all this kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, not millions, but whatever. So um, I like to use the term "we're approaching a million listeners" because like what does approaching really mean? Anyway, um, you know, yeah, the whole like guru thing, I hate being labeled a guru or like a, you know, just to make money online. I'm more, I think of myself as like an educator, right? And you, it's funny you just peed in my Cheerios because my Facebook is facebook.com slash internet marketer. <laughs> so <laughs> that's hilarious. My, you know what? My wife doesn't even realize, and I know you got to run. My wife doesn't even realize the value of this, but she is slash anesthesiologist. Okay, how many anesthesiologists are there in the world, and how many could ever have that? She's the only one. She doesn't even realize it yet, but I hope someday she's like, "Wow, you really did that," you know? Yeah, yeah, you were you were ahead on that one, dude. That's awesome. Well, Jeremy, thanks for having me, man. Um, for all your listeners, thanks for tuning in. You know, if there's uh, anything you'd like us to talk about, happy to pop on, and we can do another one of these. And just really enjoyed it, man. Glad to get to hang with you for a bit, and uh, I've got to bounce to my next meeting. All right, talk to you later, man. All right, thanks for coming Take care on. Shoe, money. Bye. All right. A couple of things that Jonathan talked about here was um, one thing about the Empower Network that I liked in the, in the vision that they have is that it's a very low cost of entry to get in, and they have a lot of, of products you can get into and stuff like that. But it's kind of like – and they also pay out 100% commissions. So it's really interesting the way that works and stuff like that. And so they've, they've taken to a level – yeah, they have bad press, but they also have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of – I mean a huge amount. I don't know if it's close to seven figures, but they have so many people involved in that thing. That obviously, like anything else, law of averages, you're going to have enough people talking smack about you. I definitely have enough people talking smack about me. So, yeah, so it's really it's really in that multi-level marketing thing is something that I always – it just wasn't something I ever looked into on the internet. Um, it, it reminded me of the old days when my friends would try to get me to buy something you know, because they were selling Cutco or other stuff like that. But to the internet, there's there's unique ways to do it and things like that. Industry-wise, like me, I've recently started um, a new venture, which I'll talk about soon. It's actually only two weeks old, and I've I've got a term sheet, and I'll probably raise almost a million bucks for it. It's only two weeks old. So I'm really excited about that. Um, the part program I have is is still going, but I'm not really trying to grow it because um, I found out it's kind of not for me. So I've, I don't really want to talk about what's going on with that, but there's going to be some interesting announcements soon. Um, otherwise, I was working on Market Notify, which is a self-service platform that kind of uh, didn't work out. So that's a bummer, but it was a good learning experience. Um, I really enjoyed working with my partners, uh, Chuck Mullaney and Brian Zimmerman from JVZoo. Great guys. You know, we're, we're just so busy with other things that 
at the end of the day, um, we just found out it wasn't for us and, uh, and called, it, called it a day. We developed some great technology that, again, uh, probably an announcement with that, that it wasn't a waste of money or anything, but it was a, a very I – I never say failure. I always say a, an educational process because you always improve yourself. And I didn't go to college, so this is kind of my cost of college is um, learning new things through uh, – they didn't quite work out the way I wanted. So um, I want to thank everyone for listening. Um, next week, we'll always have a great guest. Um, and uh, I'm saying um too much lately. I got to work on that. But it's kind of like it's myself now, so I didn't. I lost my guest. So everybody, thank you for listening so much. I've got some big news. Hopefully, I'll be able to announce next week. And um, keep crushing it. I'll talk to you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.